welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Batman. Batman! Have you, uh... Have you ever smelled a cat's butt? I have. Her name was Selena Kyle. <laughs> Batman jokes! Batman! A subsidiary of Wayne Enterprises. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 86 of Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. How's everybody doing? Pretty good. The county is recovered and his balls are bouncing. Except they are not bouncing because they sag too low. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a special episode of just the count intros talking about his balls. My balls, my anus, all of the things down below, they don't work so good. I'm over a million years old. It makes me look at them and go, blah. <laughs> My balls, my anus. I'm sure somebody can mix that into a dance song. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Put, put a little oons behind it. You know. Yeah. Balls, anus, balls. Balls, <laughs> anus, balls. And then you got to add something like the system is down. <laughs> <laughs> my anus is down. <laughs> it is prolapsed. Oh, God. <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> of all the things that healthcare workers have to deal with, you know, like those poor, underpaid bastards yeah. that we, we pay to deal with, like Mima and Peepa and the, like, the prolapsed anus stuff is the one where it's like, uh, no, there's no I've, amount of money you can fucking pay me to push some old guy's sphincter back into his body. I've heard some horror stories. I ain't going <laughs> to repeat them, but. Oh boy, I've heard some horror stories from some of my nurse friends, and um, I could not do their job. Yeah, like I, I have special device for this. For girls on OnlyFans, it is called fuck machine. For the count, it is anus insertion machine. <laughs> oh, that's horrific. Ew. Just trying to pack it back in there. So, did everybody like Evil Dead Rise? If you haven't seen Evil Dead Rise, turn off your radio. <coughs> oh, fuck me. I loved it. I thought it was uh, great. I did, too. Um, the more I thought about the remake of Evil Dead, mm. I like it the least of the five. Don't hate oh, it. But I if I had to rank them, I would place that one last. See, I'm I I was thinking about that today and it's interesting that you brought that up because I'm having I'm genuinely having a hard time placing any sort of order on them because on one hand even though they're all the same universe I I'm having a really hard time because I love the 2013 Evil Dead and Evil Dead Rise for how brutally horror they are mm -hmm. i love the originals because of that mix of horror and complete ridiculous slapstick and camp yeah mm -hmm. but but also looking at that original movie 
knowing that the intention was not camp, you know, I can't, it makes it really hard to put them in any definitive order for me or to disassociate them from each other because they're, they're all connected. Like they all share that same DNA in the best way. And even Ash versus evil dead. Oh, I loved the TV show so much. Speaking of there are, once again, we're rumors swirling around that we might get a fourth season in animation form. I'd be down for that. Like, I'm happy where they ended the show. Like, I know that they had a lot more planned, but I feel like where they ended it was like a good spot for Ash to be. And I'm like, you know what? I can, I can, I can live with this. This is okay. I'm sad well, about it, but I'm okay. Yeah. Apparently, part of the reason that they're talking about potentially going back and doing a fourth season now, which would be not the original plans, mm. uh, is because of the success of Rise. Okay. I would uh, just give those guys more money. I mean, like, I'm fine with a cartoon or a video game, but, like, I think Bruce is kind of past his expiration date. Well, that's because he's, you know, he's one of the executive producers of the franchise now. Yeah. And he's been very upfront with the fact that he's happy to provide the voice for Ash. Like his voice still sounds like Ash, but he doesn't want to physically play Ash anymore. I don't blame him at all. Um, And to your point earlier, Josh, the slapstick comedy plus horror makes two and three like. Evil Dead 2 is the, the number one of the five. I think that's a perfect horror movie. And I think Army of Darkness is a, an amazing follow-up. It's the other three that are, like, interchangeable. Mm-hmm. It's like, do I like Evil Dead? It's like, Mike, with your, you say with the, the Romero Dead movies. Like, when exactly. you're watching it, that's your favorite. Um, so it's like, I, I do think five is... Uh, my least favorite personally I can't say it's like there's a technical reason why I just it's what I prefer because mm-hmm. um, it was humorless um, see I, I think a lot of the unintentional humor that's simply because it's a reference to an older Evil Dead moment I think a lot of those mo- moments still hold up to me as hilarious Oh, there, there was a few moments in Rise that cracked me the fuck up. Stephanie. Yeah, I mean, Stephanie was hilarious, but the, particularly uh, the the pizza, and, which, Josh, I'll let you, you know, tell the listener because you and I were talking about this. But um, the pizza box cracked me up and the eyeball sequence, the eyeball yes. sequence. I was cackling. I'm, I was alone in the theater when I saw this and I'm just sitting there cackling at this gory ass movie all by myself. I I let out, there was one moment, uh, it was while they were listening to, what was it, I think the second record, mm-hmm. where I I had to put my hand over my mouth because I let out an audible like, <laughs> <laughs> because as, as soon as I heard the, you've got to destroy it, it's called the Book of the Dead for a reason, <laughs> instantly I was just like, <laughs> that's Bruce Campbell. <laughs> which side note according to the director in his and Sam's mind that's ash that's cool which i apparently is part of the reason they're talking about potentially going back and doing the fourth season 
See, now, I would have to watch Rise again uh, to kind of place it in the pantheon of Evil Dead movies, because right now it's it's a little too fresh for me to say, like, oh, I like this better than this one. It's kind of that interchangeability that you guys are talking about, much like the Romero films. Like, I have a hard time deciding on which one I like the best. But I really, really liked the 2013 remake. And I think the reason I liked it so much was because it was such a vast departure from the rest of the Evil Dead movies. And that's usually what I'm looking for when I want to when I want to remake is tell me the same story, but in a, com- in a completely different manner. Like, give me a reason to want to watch a remake. And I yeah. think that it really did that where it was like, OK, the first three were splat stick, like they were comedy horror. There was a lot of like it was basically Looney Tunes meets a possession film. And, you know, that's what those three films are. So they were like, what if we just took the levity out and went hardcore with the gore still? And it was terrifying. Like, I remember watching it in the theater and there was at least like two or three scenes where I had to look away. Um, there, there was only one for me because in, the majority the... of the movie, I was uh, I remember sitting there and very like excitedly being like, how the fuck do they do that? Yeah. See, don't get me wrong. There were moments where I'm like, oh, that's a cool effect. But obviously the needle scene, like I have, I've said before, I have a thing with eyes. I was like, "Ah, I can't walk. Yep. (laughs) That was it for me. The, um, the fucking, uh, turkey carver (laughs) cutting the arm. I was like, oh, come on. Like that freaked me out a little bit. And the final sequence, uh, with Mia and the truck, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. Enough. (laughs) Like. The, can the, I, the snap freaked me out. Can I give a brief aside and say how fucking much I love how that, that turkey carver effect was achieved? Oh, it would look badass. It's it's brilliant. Because it's done practically. Mm. It's 100% practical. She is sitting there carving into an arm with a turkey carver. <laughs> well, her real arm is like behind her in in the cupboard, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's, so, yeah, like, just the fact that it's that simple. Practical effects are the best for a reason. I mean, it's it's because they're so believable in camera. You know, like, you know it's not real, but it looks real. Um, but no, I, I love the 2013 remake, and I love the fact that it could technically tie in with the, uh, you know, the Ash Williams version of Evil Dead. And I, 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 I always liked that. I love that, that this this one has tied the entire franchise yeah. together. Yeah. Very happy about that. Um, exactly. Let me. Do you guys agree with this nitpick of mine? Number two in particular, number one sort of kind of establishes something uh, effects wise that I wanted to carry over through all the movies of the cartoonishly bright blood for the gore mm. and slime. Like, I felt like the movies could maintain the violence, but make the blood bright red and have, like, bright colors instead of the dark colors you got with these last two. Um, something else that I felt was missing was the K&B style effects for the Deadites with the sunken eyes. Well, see, I was just going to bring that up in the fact that neither neither of the modern Evil Dead movies have that classic deadite look of like Mm -hmm. almost and it is a combination of sunken eyes and almost like a raised prominent brow yeah uh and crazy teeth 
I was hoping crazy, for that. Crazy teeth that stick every direction. Yes. <laughs> uh, this one definitely hearkened more to um, the first Evil Dead, especially like the homages to the nose effects when she takes yeah. the scissors to the nose. Um, oh, that was brutal. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, look at that. You know, mm-hmm. it's wink, wink. Um, all right, cool. Let's get off Evil Dead. If you haven't seen it yet, highly recommend that you do it. Um, and it's made a ton of money against Mario Brothers. Hold on a second. I'm being disturbed by my lovely daughter. What's up? I'm on podcast. Come here. Come here. Don't you have to go to Girl Scouts? Zoe is being a huge jerk today. Um, speaking of Zoe, Friday Butthole Man was a runaway success. We had six <laughs> people say it was cool. Hey! Um, so because of that, the fans have spoken. At some point in the future, there will be more Farting Butthole Man, but I'm going to like let it simmer for a little bit. and uh, you know, Let like, that butthole simmer. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> We're going to... Let that giant butthole with cartoon arms and legs simmer uh, and bring it back. So, you know, like distance makes the butthole fonder or whatever they say. Um, yes, that is the exact phrase. So unlike what I usually do, if something's successful, I bring it back immediately and then it stops being funny. We're going to wait a little bit. That's uh, right. That classic phrase, butt plugs make the anus wider. That's right. Butt jokes. Yeah, welcome. Um... Another thing I wanted to talk about is episode 100 is kind of creeping up on us. Like, we actually made it or we're getting close to the finish line. Mm. What the fuck? We sh- what, what should we do? Mm. Like a regular mm. episode? Yeah, we have to, we have to noodle this. Yeah. I, th- I, I, will, I will go on record as saying I think we should have a, a party with a couple of rotating guests. Yeah. Not a bad idea. I mean... Absolutely, like your favorite faces will be here. Um, Mr. Strasberg, Don yep. Dorazio, yep, uh, Timmy, yep. Uh, I can well, see if Mangalore is allowed within 100 feet of children again. Well, remember, um, Timmy's, Timmy, Timmy's technically not a child, so we might be able to get away with it. Yeah, uh, Warner, absolutely, mm-hmm. Aunt Mabel. Um, probably Mr. LeMay. Maybe other people if they're interested. Um, should I do giveaways? I feel like the only person that gets excited about giveaways is Matt. <laughs> like, I don't feel like we have new listeners because if they are listening, nobody ever reaches out and says like, oh, I love the show from the shadows. I would love whatever awesome thing you're going to give away for the hundredth episode. You know what? You wink, know wink, think, it's my mangina. I think I think we should absolutely run a giveaway for the 100th episode. I think the winner should get a free subscription to the next 100 episodes. I think that's a great idea. That's absolutely a wonderful idea. Um, I have plenty of time. I've got like, you know, 14 weeks plus to, to figure something out. But uh, it's coming. Get ready. Speaking of uh, coming soon, the salmoning. It's going to be happening. <laughs> hey, that's going to be happening on Raised by Rentals as well. That's right. Uh, so, Mike, I want to ask you because 
uh, Sam is a very good friend of yours and Mr. Straussberg's. You guys mm-hmm. know her very well. Uh, is she a Niagara Falls? Uh, yes. No, she uh, when I met her, she lived in Buffalo um, and then she moved to Tonawanda for quite a few years. Like she she was like less than 15 minute drive from my house for many, many, many years um, before uh, her and her boyfriend, Travis, moved out to uh, East Aurora. OK, so. Travis Sprague. Yeah, Sprague. East um, Aurora can horror story. Right. Exactly. Uh, we'll have a, some Easter Aurora stories and show and tell. Um, how's your sense of humor? I know you're listening to this, Sam. Uh, I don't want to play jokes on you when you come on the show and piss you off. Because oh, no. you look like Sam, a fuck around and find out kind of person. Sam, Sam's one of the chillest people I know. She, she's awesome. Awesome. All right. Um, cool. Plug time. Oh, is anything new with you guys? Anything? I know we kind of tiptoed around it with Evil Dead. Um. Not not too much new. Uh, just uh, you know, working on the working on the comeback for Boogeyman's Closet, and yep. uh, working at well, me and you know Strasburg just finished recording our uh, big Alien Day special uh, the other night, and my brain is still kind of mush after it. Um, but look forward to that coming out soon. I haven't yelled at my my podcast, my phone, my pod. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. More of my life when I was listening to your just your opinions, part one of <laughs> AVP ABCs, because it's such a divisive uh, thing to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like I, I can't defend Prometheus and Requiem. <laughs> I can't. It's like I like them, mm-hmm. but I think Ridley Scott shot himself in the foot. Oh, yeah. No, he did. Um, I, hopefully you'll dig what I what I uh, proposed with those, but uh, I, I I tried to salvage everything that's there. I like what he set up by saying there's a bigger universe in the sandbox you can play in. <laughs> you know that and that heavy just, sigh, and then he just took a shit in that sandbox. Yeah, <sighs> and made you watch it. All right, I'm not talking about it anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna keep sighing anytime you talk about Prometheus and Covenant because. Okay. Uh, they exist. Uh, I mean, it really, all that ever needs to be said about Covenant is mm. they showed a scientist on a foreign planet take off his helmet and put a dick snake next to his face. No, that was Prometheus. Okay. Covenant, they didn't I, even no, wear. They didn't that, even no, wear the masks. Right. <laughs> but you know that, what? Prometheus led into Covenant, so fuck them both. See. That that pissed me off so bad in Covenant. Like I I remember in the theater audibly going, "Come on!" When they landed on the planet and they they, they got this little away team and they're like, "We don't need protective gear. Here we go out into the wilderness." I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" I like, let out that same "Oh come on!" during Prometheus when uh, Vickers kneeled down and was like, "I understand, Father." <laughs> God. Yeah, for me, again, I've said it multiple times on Raised by Rentals and Boogeyman's Closet, but fuck Ridley Scott. I am just not a fan of this guy. Ugh. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> well, that was a great segue because Raised by Rentals, great podcast. If you haven't listened to it, well, I guess. listen to it. Um, also, coming back very, very soon, Boogeyman's Closet. Um if you're a nerd and you live in East Aurora, if you haven't shopped there yet, go shop at Jerry's Closet. Give her your money. Uh, 
little birdie told me that uh she did the right thing and parted with her garbage belt kid collection there was a uh girl in there that kept checking them out so sam let her have them which is the right thing to do um also coming back very soon are pikmin's vinyls i had to take a short hiatus due to sickness and uh this this coming weekend, I'll be actually working for Ruth because it's one of her uh, biggest moneymaker weekends of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, after after that, I'm going to finish up the wheeler. Get that ready to go. Get action log ready to go. Good stuff. And the creep. As soon as possible. <laughs> I will fly to austin and just pick him up <laughs> and put him in like uh, a fanny pack full of cotton balls and take uh, it back with me i i won't lie i will say that um doing a figure of this size uh and doing it right presented uh has presented a few more challenges than i was anticipating but it's it's one of those like just constantly trying to tweak little things. The figure itself is ready. It's everything else that needs to come together now. Well, learn now so you can make Ex- more later. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because, like, it's it's the problem of finding the right weight cardstock to be used for the outer box a good place that will print with the quality that I want um, on that weight card stock. Uh, the, you know, the inner packaging, that was a whole thing to make sure it could arrive safely. Uh, and now I'm, I'm also in the process of making not, not that this was a troublesome issue, but it is more time consuming than I anticipated because it's not something that I've got a lot of experience with. Uh, but now I'm also diving into making the paint masks for it. Uh, just because I'm going to be making enough that I want to be able to save myself some time on some of the details. Nice. Cool. So, yeah, there's there's lots of stuff going on that I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is going to take longer. Okay, yeah, this is going to take longer. Well, <laughs> I'm patient. Uh, the money set aside. I'm waiting. It's um for me, it's it's one of those pieces that it's in the most loving way possible. It's gonna be at the point where like by the time it's ready to b- release, for me it's just gonna be like, here's this fucking thing. Just buy it or don't, just it's done. Fucking do with it what you will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of it. Look at it. Be happy with it. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, as I was saying, Jerry's Closet, give her your money. Do it right now. Uh, Do it. Yep. And she is going to be on the show very soon to uh, add some much-needed estrogen in this podcast. She is going to be on tomorrow. Yes. And nobody's going to hear it. Ha! Uh, if you guys like The Simpsons, I recommend you check out So It's Come to This, a Simpsons podcast. And last but not least, Coffin Dreams and Mike McCoy FX. Uh, cool tattoos for little goth people and special effects for everybody else. 
They're going to be on the show tomorrow. Everybody is. So, guys, um, I'm kind of obsessed with physical media. Are you obsessed with physical media? I know everybody has everything digitally now. And it's like, I'm going to throw out my Laserdiscs. I don't need these because I have Netflix and Amazon. But I still feel like I need them because what if something happens? You need your 8-tracks. You need your CDs. Right? See, I'm still obsessed with at least film uh, physical media. DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, well, like... yep. I, I love that fantasy of like, I'm before I die, I'm going to need a ladder to get to the second story of my DVD collection. <laughs> like Lucio Fulci in the beyond. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm going to go out. I'm going to like, oh, you want to watch Watchers 2? And then I'm going to climb my ladder and then spiders leap my face. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know why I picked Watchers 2. I just watched a YouTube video on it probably. Um, but hey. If you guys like music, we have a music sponsor from uh, some CD company. People still buy CDs, apparently. Um, Give it a listen, and we will be right back. Have you tried other music collections before and found them lacking? Not enough dance in your ultimate dance party. Not enough of your life in music of your life. Too many screaming children that don't know how to carry a tune in Kids Bop? Well, we have a solution for you, and you're going to love it. Take a captivating journey through the decades to the soothing, sultry sounds of Buffalo Bill. That's right. All your favorite songs from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, as only Buffalo Bill could sing them. Travel down the well. Our first collection features such hits from the 70s as You're So Vain. You're so vain. You probably think this skin suit is all you. Dancing Queen. It was a dancing queen. Hips so wide like a birth machine. Dancing Queen. Skin as tight as a tambourine. Afternoon delight. Sky rocket in flight. Afternoon delight. Gonna wear a skin suit made of ladies for my afternoon delight. And rhinestone cowboy. Like a rhinestone cowboy on a star-spangled horse riding out on a rodeo, and many more. Just call one nine hundred Big Fat Lady on your touchtone phone and order the full collection for three easy payments of nineteen ninety-five. Act now. What a big fat lady! Uh, Oh, I lost it. Oh, all together until that. (laughs) (laughs) I just muted right at the start. I'm like, I'm not risking it. (laughs) God, damn. Okay, show of hands. Raise your hands. Have you ever done the Buffalo Bill? 
<laughs> that's, that's between me and my mirror, good sir. <laughs> that's between I, me and my legs. I am I am pretty sure I won't lie here. I'm pretty sure when I made the Buffalo Bill figure, uh when I had the first cast, I came out and presented it to Ruth doing the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it was only appropriate. I think I feel like every every individual who has a penis has done this at some point or another. I've just been oh like, look at that. I I also definitely blasted Goodbye Horses at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was one of those situations where like like I got the clean cast, I put it together, I started giggling, and I hollered, I was like, hey baby. And then, like, I put on Goodbye Horses, cranked the volume, and came out <laughs> holding it. <laughs> you know, and so and much- by it, uh, by it, just for so the listeners are clear, by holding it, I mean the Buffalo Bill figure. I wasn't holding my penis because it was tucked between my legs. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Two of my favorite pieces that I own of yours, Josh, are the Tarman and Skeletor and Buffalo Bill <laughs> with, <laughs> with Princess so as much, Battle Cat. I had so much fun with those. Oh, that's too funny. Oh my god. Buffalo Bill. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute out to feed the beasts. I will okay. return. Me and Mike are gonna talk about kids versus aliens because Mike probably hasn't seen it yet. I have not. It's on my list. I don't um, even know if it's on Shutter. I think the DVD got put out early and it didn't have a street date, and I bought it because I haven't seen it other than uh, one okay. store. Yeah, no, I um, definitely want to see it. Like, it, it looks awesome. There's, it's really quick. Mm-hmm. It's a like lean sixty minutes, seventy five maybe. Um, there's a part where you're gonna watch and you're like, is that? Is that what I think it is? It is. Okay. Um, I like went and looked it up, and yeah, uh, apparently it is. I'm not going to say what it is because then you'll be like, oh, and then it'll it'll ruin the surprise. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. It's different. It's hmm. like nine. It's like seventy five percent a kids movie, but then there's shit that's definitely not for kids in there. Okay. So it's it's not like Monster Squad, like where they're talking about sex, and it's like pretty yeah. fucking like you, this isn't a kids movie, <laughs> right? Um, it's cool, I liked it. It's it's different, you know. It's it's sort of like you're expecting the same, you're not going to get it, but it still has that zany, uh, Astron Five, those guys out of Canada, like that DIY horror vibe mm-hmm. that looks really fucking awesome. It kind of it leans into Psycho Goreman craziness. Nice. But oh, not as nuts as Psycho Gorman. Okay. It's it's its own animal. I liked it a lot. It's it's really fucking cool. Um, and I was watching from that TV show that I always tell everybody to watch, but it's like you got to get the MGM app to watch it. I think the first season's on uh, Prime now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like half the actors from that movie are in From because they shot them both in Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. So I've been like, wanting to watch From as well. Like, I watched a couple of, after you talked about it, I watched a, a little bit online about it. And I'm like, okay, I really want to check this out. It's just, a, the, again, it's the lack of time. Yes. I mean, 
there's so many TV shows I, I haven't watched yet. It is so fucking scary. <laughs> like, and like I was the first episode of the second season came out last night, and it mm. just sticks. It just keeps it going. Nice. It wasn't the one of those like TV shows where it's like six months later because kids age and we have to explain it. It's literally like right the like the last minute of the last season. It just keeps just picks right up, keeps going. Um, nice. Fucking crazy. See, and uh, I and I do like that when a horror show or movie or book or whatever can stick with you after you're done watching it and creep you out. Um, there's very few that do that these days to me. Like there's plenty that'll do that in the moment. Like there's plenty of movies where I'll jump while watching them or get like spooked while watching it. But then I can turn around and go right to bed. No problem. Um, it's very rare that something will like really give me the willies and stick with me. Usually it's, it's video games that does it to me these days. They do something like I had trouble putting my fingers on it. The characters are very realistic in the show in that nobody's like a badass killing machine. Mm-hmm. Or these shows always have that like I'm an ex-CIA operative. Oh, yeah. And I'm here to kill the monsters. Like everybody's very believable in that. Like, I don't know how to fucking fire a gun. Mm-hmm. I can't run fast. Right. It's like these very believable people are stuck in an impossible situation. And it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. And it's the only thing that would it might turn people off. It's kind of like lost and that they give you more questions than answers. Mm, but okay. they also give you enough where your imagination can fill in the blanks and it makes it fucking terrifying. Okay, see, because I, I do hate it when they're like, I, I hate any story that's like, here's all these mysteries. Now we're not going to answer them. We're just going to present more mystery. <laughs> like, I fucking hate that. No, it, this is more like, are these fucking vampires i don't okay. know and then you're like those sorry are mike were you mike were you talking about ryan johnson star wars what <laughs> uh, yeah you guys hate fucking prometheus i hate ryan johnson's <laughs> fucking star wars i'm i'm I, oh no no i'm in that camp as well i can't stand that either no no, um, no. see now <clears throat> i well i enjoy it i will be the first to admit what crap it is as well See, this, this is uh, something that Strasburg and I have been threatening for a long time to do on Raised by Rentals, to have <clears throat> our Disney Star Wars debate, because uh, he's he's with you, Josh. He he does enjoy uh, The Last Jedi, whereas I fucking loathe it. And Rose I want Chico I want the it only to thing like it. I like out of that. I no, see. This is the thing. I like all the characters like I like the characters that they introduced in Force Awakens, and I like the characters that they introduce in The Last Jedi. It's I don't like the, the where the story went, like the yep. story bothers me. And and then I feel like the rise of Skywalker is a complete mess because of that, because it was like, oh, now we're going to try to course correct. And <laughs> then it's going to go way off the fucking rails and turn into a mess. So have you guys uh, related but unrelated? Have you guys heard that uh, we're going to have some Star Wars alum apparently popping up in the MCU? No. Ooh. So rumor has it that uh, John Boyega is top contender to replace Jonathan Majors. Please oh. don't. He's so and, he's such a problematic actor. I'm fine with it, but I hope he's got his shit together. Because you have you ever read of just like how difficult of a person he can be? With John Boyega? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I just I've just seen him in movies and liked him. Um. Apparently he's kind of a diva. Maybe like somebody kind of like slapped him in the face and said like your career was going places and you fucked it up. Um, but I guess like he, he 
was pissing all over Star Wars and like where uh, Daisy Ridley mm-hmm. and uh, Moon Knight have both been like, yeah, you know what? They may not have been ever maybe the movies haven't been for everybody, but I had a lot of fun. He's always been like, I didn't get enough speaking parts and I hated where this went and blah, blah, blah. He's like biting the hand that feeds him. Mm. Um, so I'm totally fine if he's the new Kang. Uh, my money's still on um, President Camacho. Uh, also, it appears that we have uh, we have our Reed Richards. Oh, yeah. Josh Adam Smith. Driver. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. So I'd, I'd kind of like to see them reverse fighting, you know. Um, I want. Who's Dr. Doom? That's more important to me than the entire Fantastic Four. Hmm. Uh, or actually who voices Dr. Doom, because it's going to be like a Mandalorian thing where it's just going to be a stuntman in the suit the whole time. Um <laughs> It's Pedro Pascal again. <laughs> I'm fine with it. He needs a sense of humor and some comedic timing, which I don't know if Pedro Pascal has. Um, oh, oh, yes, he if does. You, if you have not seen the the unbearable weight of massive talent, you need to watch it because he right. surely does. I'm, I'm totally down. And speaking of Pedro Pascal, you guys got to watch the fucking third season of Mandalorian. Oh, I know. I, oh, gotta catch I, I have. I have. Oh, I God. haven't watched any of it yet. Josh, got, have you seen watch. the memes for Grogu Cop? Yes. Fucking so, so funny. I'm I'm going to say some things that are relatively spoiler-free. Uh, spoiler-free as far as the show goes in general. One is there are two designs towards the end of the season that if they make as toys, I will have no, no choice but to buy. Yep. And I'm angry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Because as soon as the two designs in particular came out on screen, I was just like, God damn it. Yeah. I want that. There's a moment where you could clearly tell Disney's like, you know, the revenue's kind of slowed down on this character. Let's pump it full of steroids. Yeah. Uh, And the other thing, and this is my big nitpick about this season, and I can describe this in a very simple way without any, any spoilers to the show itself is I feel like it it suffers from a big storytelling problem in that, like, right off the bat, in this, I think it's maybe the second episode, they introduce a gun to the story, and it is not used by the third act, and it pissed me off. Oh, so th- it wasn't a Chekhov's gun situation. I it like it was set up to be a Chekhov's gun situation. I thought it was going to be. I wanted it to be. And then it got to the end of the season. And okay, this is a minor spoiler, but the big payoff is a character points to it. Yeah, that's dumb. It tickle your ass. That was like I really was just like, are you fucking serious? (laughs) That's the payoff of that. Everything else about it, I loved. That annoyed well, the shit out of me. Hopefully, I can I can catch up on that and The Last of Us because I still got to finish The Last of Us. Um, hopefully, I can catch up on that uh, this coming week because I have a couple of extra days off. Um, so I'll I'll have a little bit of time on my hands. <laughs> well, to be fair, you know where The Last of Us is going to. I true. Yeah, no, I've I've definitely played the games many many times, but. I feel like the uh, the Josh ending of the season. 
Oh no, sorry, I was I was closing a door. Oh. Uh, no, no, I feel like the end of the season uh, definitely had the same same gut punch. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I kind of put it after watching the third episode and being so emotionally <laughs> distraught. I was like, I need to take a breather from this show. <laughs> And, and then I just never got a chance to come back to it because I got so busy. Um, but yeah, I, I do have to catch up on a lot of TV shows. Uh, also, well, I mean, like, to be uh, fair, I'm just now catching up with The Walking Dead. So I'm like five years behind. I was going to say, I got to catch up on that, too. I was just going to say, uh, Mike, I know you and I have talked about the Storm Collectibles Golden Axe stuff before. Yes, not, sir. Not sure if you're interested, but... Uh, they have a two pack of the Golden X skeletons on Big Bad Toy Store right now mm-hmm. for fifty four dollars. Can't do it. But thank so you. That's pretty cool. I'm not buying it either, but it's um, pretty neat looking. Certain somebody spent two hundred dollars on action figures today. So better pump brakes. Uh let's hop in a show and tell. And I can kind of explain the bullshit that I bought. <laughs> um I got a lot this week. Do you guys want me to open or close? Uh, doesn't matter to me. So, uh, Marvel Legends, I, I vowed that unless I really, really wanted a character, which I don't think there really has been any characters this year, um, I was going to wait for sales to get anything that I wanted. And, uh, just so happens I had Target Red Circle sales. I have the Red app on my work phone, on my regular phone, so I get, like, double the coupons. And uh, I had sometimes they'll give you like if you spend this much twice on a purchase, we'll give you a gift card. Mm. You ever see those? So uh, I have not. And I would use those. So basically it's like spend $60 twice. We'll give you a $15 gift card. on like two separate purchases of qualifying items. Okay. And usually the things that don't qualify are like gift cards and Nintendo games and Legos. Uh. Yeah, so, Lego never qualifies for anything. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. So I had that twice. I had on my work phone and my regular phone, like two separate accounts. So I was like, well, shit. And they're doing resets in the target aisle. Now's the time to get the Guardians of the Galaxy Legends because there's a Build-A-Figure Astro, the Golden Retriever Space Dog. Mm-hmm. And the newest wave of G.I. Joe Classifieds is showing up at Target, which just so happens it popped up on the Red app. Uh, so I made everything work. And I ended up spending like $200 today because uh, who popped up? The Crimson Bat Falcon popped up. I got the rest of the wave of the Guardians of the Galaxy that I pre-ordered previously or bought on sale. Um, I got Vintage Tot. I haven't seen Indy yet because I think he's his own case, but everybody else is a separate case of that, like the Kenner reproduction figures. Um, I picked up the Gelatinous Cube on clearance. And I put my um, Atribian Hack skeleton inside of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a $15 toy. It's like a $10 toy. Uh, it's cool. It's just like the quality when you're holding it. It just feels cheap. Um, See, I, I think it was honestly, I think it was a nicer quality than I expected because you want that plastic to have that flex to it. Because it is the translucent plastic and you don't want it to be brittle. You know, I was holding it and I was like, what the fuck do I expect? An actual gelatinous cube? Like, how are they supposed to do this? You know what I mean? Like I said, my only beef from from get-go was that 
all of the weapons and stuff clip to the outside. If that if they clipped yeah. on the inner panels, that's exactly what I wanted out of a gelatinous cube toy. And like um, I, I'm still waiting to buy it. I haven't found it for cheap, but uh, it needed more bones and dead bodies inside of it. I think that would have gotten me excited if there was like a zombie or a corpse kind of floating around inside of it instead of just like generic weapons. Um, I also saw the dragon, but I decided not to get the dragon because the wingspan's like two feet. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know where I would put it. Uh, I got Cover Girl from G.I. Joe Classifieds, which people have shit on. I think she's a great figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cover Girl gets that reputation. She's supposed to be a model. This version of Cover Girl is like a mechanic. And she comes with a wrench, which I just feel like is the best fucking weapon ever. Because <laughs> of dodgeball. And if you ever hit yourself with a wrench or like a hammer and like it's the most painful thing ever. I could just picture this bimbo in G.I. Joe that hits you with a fucking wrench. And it sucks. <laughs> um, I got the Sergeant Slaughter's Marauder's Barbecue, which if you have the other barbecue, you know what you're getting. Mm. Like there's no dip in quality. Actually... The weapons were a little sturdier than the previous barbecue, so I was kind of happy about that. Um, I told you about the Marvel Legends that I got. I picked up Bobby from the Dungeons and Dragons animated line because he was like seven bucks. Um, everything they said about the quality is true. I opened him up out of the package, and every single fucking joint, even his head, was frozen solid. I couldn't move anything. It was like a little fucking statue. So I boiled. Uh, a pot of tea, poured hot water, and just let him soak for like 15 minutes to crack every single joint. Um, but it sucked. Like I've, I can't believe that they let that slide. Uh, yeah, I mean, as someone who that that was clearly targeted at people like myself who loved the uh, the cartoon back in the day and loved the LJN line and always wanted the animated characters in that LJN line. And I haven't bought a single one because of all the quality control issues I've heard. I've seen Bobby for $12 and I still didn't bite. I was like, no, I because I'll be pissed if I spend $12 and he fucking breaks. Yeah, like mine had flashing on the joints of like plastic. They didn't cut free. Yeah, fuck uh, a bunch of bullshit. Um, fuck it, has, I, bro. I had an axe from the, uh, the like the Vitruvian hack skeletons, the epic hacks, and I gave that to him. And I think he looks cooler than holding that weird club. Mm. Uh, so he's sort of like a kid He-Man sidekick for me than he is the D&D Bobby. Um, and the other figures kind of suffer from the problem. Like they have rubber clothing over the super articulation, which makes no sense to me. Mm. Like Venger, um, like the uh, the Archer. So like, I don't think I'm getting any more. Bobby was enough for me to like realize that these are going to fucking break really easily. Uh, and then I was in East Aurora. I stopped at the outlet for Fisher Price. I picked up Snake Teal and Randor. They're fucking cool. Um, I still gotta find Ratlore. I still haven't found him. Oh shit. Uh, when I come up Thursday, I'll try to stop by if he's there. I'll grab it. Oh sweet. Uh, I can't remember. I I took a picture and sent it to you guys. I can't remember if Ratlore was there. I say I I've been trying to get my hands on him. I got Tongue Lasher, but I never got never got Ratlore. Well, they're popping up at Walmart, too, so mm. maybe I'll get lucky and find them because I'm looking for um, Duplico. Mm. Let me see. Like, this is great podcasting of me scrolling through, like, because we're sending each other 15 messages every minute. Uh, <laughs> fudgy bottoms, fuck a duck of their catchphrases. Do-do-do-do-do-do. 
Fudgy Bottoms Fart Man. Fudgy, Fudgy Bottoms, King of the Wild Frontier. Uh, I would like to propose a Count Cameo in next butthole episode. I can be butthole standing. <laughs> well, I'll be going to see um, apparently Snakeface and I think that the new He-Man have popped up at the Mattel store, which means it's just a matter of time before they make it to Fisher Price. Uh, the last thing uh, I got uh, Snakeface and Dragon Blaster Skeletor. Right. Sorry. Um, I got the Fortnite Mothman and oh, people still can't find him. People have taken the wings that are on an accessory pack for Final Faction guys and they fit onto Mothman. So if you want wings, it's like a dollar. Nice. Oh, um, I guess it just needs some poster tack. It fits fine, which I haven't had time to try yet, but I'm totally going to do that after the show's over. Um, Snake Tila, if you have Tila, you know what to expect. King Randor has a new leg, uh, new head, new armor, and he's got the staff. Uh, does not have the sword that um, 2000X Randor would have, but he's super cool. Josh, what'd you get? I got way too much, so I'm going to rattle through it as quickly as I can. I'll start with Fortnite. I also got Mothman. I love him. I love him so much. He comes with a lamp. Come on. He comes with a lamp, and Jesus, his, like the sculpt work on him. It's uh, amazing. Come on. There's, see, this is, I'll I'll do a quick aside here and say this is what kind of baffles me about the Fortnite line, because on one hand, they'll have figures in the Master Grade series that I can look at and kind of justify and be like, okay, this is 100% new parts, excellent paint, great accessories, but then they'll do Mothman in the regular line for half the price, mm-hmm. and it'll be like, well, but Mothman is just as good. But then, you know, either. but then, you know, other figures in the same wave, because I also picked up uh, Grimes, the weird smiley face guy in the hoodie type thing, which is also awesome. Uh, super awesome. But it's figures like that in the same wave that you can look at and be like, OK, that's how they get away with Mothman. Whereas, you know, the master grade line is basically entirely new parts for everyone. Hmm. All with premium deco. Um, But yeah, no, I also got Grimes. Now, here is a cool note that I did not know about the character, because I know jack shit about Fortnite characters. Uh, But it says so on the packaging. All the weird little, like, graffiti smiley faces all over him. uh, Those are the souls of the people he's killed. That's amazing. That's creepy. So, I like him even more. He's like a weird creepy pasta. Mm-hmm. Um, got him also got found the master grade Omega Knight. Holy fuck. So fucking cool. This at first I looked at him in store and I was like, okay, he has no, no like special features. Like some of the master master grade series do comes with like three accessories. Is he worth $20? Yes. Yes, he is. He is 100% new parts. Or like there is nothing reused on him. They're all new, all excellently sculpted, amazingly detailed. The paintwork is beautiful. He is, uh, honestly, it feels weird to say this, but of the three figures in the new Master Grade series, who are the Southpaw, the chick with the Robo arms, 
mm-hmm. um, the foundation with the light up head and the Omega Knight. Omega Knight kind of feels the most worth it because he feels super playable. Like he he looks awesome and he just feels super playable. Nice. Uh, also got a bunch of Transformers. I got the Junkion Crash Bar, who is the new sort of weaponizer motorcycle Junkion. Holy crap, it's fun. I love this new Junkion weaponizer figure subline. Like, I love that this is where they went with weaponizers. I will critique it very slightly in saying that it's kind of clear this is the first figure so far. It It is not nearly as compatible as weaponizer weapon parts. It's meant to be taken apart as a vehicle and Mad Max mashed together with other junkie on vehicles. Okay. And I'm not going to lie, I kind of love it. It's weird and it's unique, and I love that the idea is to like mash them together and make junkie on vehicles. Um, you can still take them apart in robot mode and use all the parts for things. It's just not as easy to use as a lot of the others. Like you know how some of the others have one or two parts that are like, the fuck can I do with this? Mm-hmm. That's that's basically his whole like torso and arm section. Gotcha. Uh, you can get them apart, but it's also just like, okay, well, where can I peg these now? Anyway, still a very solid figure. Uh, I genuinely can't cite those as complaints or nitpicks. It's just something to be aware of. I personally really like it. Um, did I did I mention a while back that I got the Hammond Collection, Ray Arnold, and... Yes. Oh, what the Muldoon? Okay, I did. I wasn't sure. Um, and so I will move on to no, no, no. Did I you got see other Transformers. What are your opinions on the the Kenner homage stuff that's been coming out? If I didn't have Grant or Malcolm, I would get it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I like the colors on like the repaints of just like Kenner style, like the red T Rex. And I, Man. I just love the look of the box too. Yeah, they're really cool looking. Um, I did also get the Junkion, uh, what's his name? Junk, is it Junkyard? I don't know. It's the, the retool of Rekgar. Oh, Junkie McGee. From, uh, <laughs> from Studio Series. Man, Junkie. Right. Uh, he's a hell of a lot of fun. If you like Rekgar, you know exactly what you're in for, but there's enough retooling there to make him look unique, even standing next to Rekgar. So, uh, and they can ride each other. Because they have that little crotch notch. (laughs) 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 They can ride each other because of their crotch notch. That's fantastic. Oh. And uh, do, 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 going through my head, going through my head. I think that's it for Transformers. But I did get a bunch of Masterverse stuff. Uh, I got the new Shadow Weaver, which I did talk about last time, I believe. Yep. But then not long after that, I found the Sorceress. 
check your targets, people. Mine rang up as 10, 10.99, like the uh, discounted previous wave. Nice. Uh, I can't say anything amazing about her. I probably wouldn't have grabbed her if she wasn't 10.99. She is exactly what you you see in the package. Like she feels very much like a lot of the female masterverse stuff. She feels very sparse. She basically has a cape, a staff, and two extra hands. She looks fantastic. Uh, her articulation is great. It's functional. I don't know why. It's just one of those figures that was like, eh. But at 1099, I was like, okay, yeah. I kind of feel like Masterverse, or just He-Man in general, needs some new blood in the, the female figures. I've been saying this for a long time, that he-Man would really benefit from some new characters. Um, you know, like the Netflix animated series was kind of going that way with Mosquitara. Mm-hmm. But like rehashing old stuff over and over again, like some of those characters are kind of boring compared to like Manny Faces. Give me Lady Slither. Yeah. I mean, like Double Trouble's cool. You can do the, like, the Manny Faces gimmick with her. But like, what's Frost's gimmick? There's a snowflake on a stick. And her hair changes color. Yeah. Uh, eh. Like her at least... At least I can excuse the lack of accessories because they have the color change feature. So it's clear where the budget went. Mm-hmm. But with Bat Evil Inn and Sorceress specifically, it's just kind of like, so I get a staff and two hands. The entire budget went to this thin-ass cape. Okay. No, I think the entire budget went to too bad. But then that does lead into... Uh, I also got in Manny Faces. Holy shit, guys. Get Manny Faces. I got to get him now. Yeah, he's Um, awesome. Tell us everything. So first off, I I will give my one nitpick slash fair warning. Uh, At least fresh out of the package. Those faces are tough to get off and out of the little case. Uh, I had to kind of get my nails behind them and wiggle them out. Off of the of the plastic bubble or off of the figure itself? Figure itself and okay. the, the little case that he comes with. Uh, once you get them off and loosen them up that initial time, they're, they're no problem coming on and off, and they don't feel loose or too tight. But that initial section of getting them off was a little like, wow, these are stuck in there. Uh, also, you have to kind of squeeze inward. Uh, front front to back and back to front on his helmet to pop it off because it has little tiny notches on the bottom. Okay. I didn't see any instructions for that. Um, and if you just pull straight up, it does come off pretty easy, to be honest. But there are little notches there. Again, none of these are bad. They're just FYI. Uh, holy shit, he's so good. All of his faces are beautifully sculpted. Beautifully painted. As far as I can tell, other than maybe like those very, very upper thigh pieces that connect to the ball joints and his lower torso, like his abs. I'm pretty sure other than that, he is all 100% new pieces. He comes with a total of six different faces that you can swap out. Three of which store in a weird case that has an eyeball on it. And I love it. Uh, He can carry it or he can store it on his back. It plugs into the two little, like, 
exhaust port looking things that are already a detail on many faces. Uh, now, now they actually function. Also, his weapon has, uh, his gun, his classic Manny Faces gun has a big peg on the side now that also fits in those. So he has weapon storage. But the thing that seemed really weirdly exciting to me is I'm a big kid. Uh, I have big kid hands. Even though my hands are kind of small, a lot of the kid-like features, because I have adult hands, are kind of hard to access. So I did find it a little hard to turn the knob on the top of his head until I discovered that the barrel of the blaster is specifically made to plug onto the knob on the top of his head and act as a turning mechanism. <laughs> I wish that, man, you know how many years we've needed this damn feature? Because either it's, you have adult hands or sausage fingers or like, you know, like that, the weird, just you've got two fingers lobster boy problem. <laughs> it's such a simple yet effective feature, and I'm way too excited about it. <laughs> because it is like, when you look at it, it is sculpted very specifically to fit into notches on the knob on the top of his head so his three new faces one is keldor one's probably skeletor what's that ultimate warrior one uh the ultimate warrior i hope so that's, <laughs> because that's, that's awesome yeah i really don't know um my best guess was maybe it's um maybe there's some history to it in like alternate many face designs because oh, it still yeah. does look very similar to Classic many faces with maybe just different colors. Uh, but it still looks like many faces. So if you take the faces off of the barrel, is it just like three empty peg holes? Oh, let me let actually let me let me pop one off and show you. It's almost like a weird little smiley skull. It's kind of fun. That's cool. It's silly and cartoony, and I kind of like it. And also, that wraps things up for me. But uh, sending you a picture now. Let's see here. Let me pop the helmet back on for it, too. Oh, that's, that's weird. I love that. <laughs> that's really weird. I like I it. I love that, like, when you take the helmet off, he's just got, like, a can of spray paint for a head. <laughs> he almost looks like a tick villain when you he take does. It. It's like the inhaler. That's awesome, Mister Mini Skull. So really, I guess you could say he has seven faces. You know or what they should have done? Many faces. They should have each notched. Should have been a different something. Oh, that would have been fun. That would have been really cool. Uh, but yeah, no, that Manny Faces wraps it up for me, and uh, what a way to wrap it up, because goddamn, uh, I know the last I looked, he was available to for shipping on Target. I'm on there right now, I will tell you, da-da-da-da-da-da, yep, he is. He's worth start, it. He is twenty one ninety nine, and if you're like, I don't have the money right now, 
they go on sale like every month. They so. absolutely do. And this is, although this is one case where I will say, uh, if you don't want to wait, he is worth retail. Yes. Uh, and and you know honestly I can go back and forth on on whether or not Masterverse is worth it at retail, but he I will definitely say is. You know I uh, I saw him briefly on Amazon for retail price, and it was one of those things where it was like I didn't pull the trigger because I was kind of uh, preoccupied at work, and then I went back and looked at him and he was up to thirty four, and I'm like damn it, <laughs> like had I just bought it when I first saw it I could have got it for the twenty four ninety nine, but no. Well, he's 21 on target now, so. Oh, all right. I might have to do that. So, Mike. Yeezum. What did you get? Something I, Joy Toy? No, no, no Joy Toy this week. Um, Blasphemy! I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for more sales to happen with Joy Toy. I have a couple that I got my eye on, but uh, waiting on sales. I did, however, find, um, speaking of Masterverse, I got the Skeletor CGI uh, Masterverse figure. And um, Where'd he's you fucking, uh, I actually got him on, on Amazon. He was down to 13 bucks. Great figure. I so. almost pulled the tri- trigger on that when I saw it. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a great figure. It's funny, though. My complaint on this one is the opposite of the CGI figures proper. Where the CGI figures, I felt, didn't have enough articulation. And with this, like, you know, really top-heavy version of Skeletor, I almost feel like the extra articulation hinders it because mine, I, I like, his little tiny legs, they keep splaying out. And, you know, I can't get him to stand. Like, so I have to kind of lean him against something. Um, so it's almost like I feel like a couple less articulation points and he'd be the perfect chunky Skeletor. But uh, a really great design. Like, it, it's a gorgeous sculpt. Um, I mean, it's hefty as hell. I feel like you could kill somebody with the damn thing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I love the the Havoc staff. Like, I, I wish I wish that you could take the top of the Havoc staff off. Um, but it's, it's a really cool accessory. Um, so definitely enjoyed that. I also got the Spider-Verse uh, Marvel Legends Spider-Man 2099 who I absolutely love. Uh, Spider-Man 2099 has always been one of my favorites. Batman and... the Animated Series, Spider-Man 2099. <laughs> Ex- exactly. Spider-Man 2099 skips leg day. <laughs> so, so yeah, you went for figures that skip leg day this week. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then I, just today, before the show started, I got in the mail my uh, Marvel Legends uh, Spot figure from the same line. Cool. Um, oh my God, he is fucking rad. Like, I... I really like Spider-Man 2099, but I like this figure better. Um, I love the accessories he comes with. Oh, the accessories <laughs> yeah. are awesome. Oh, my but God. This is a great toy. The design. I love the design of this character. And I know that's how he looks in the movie, but he looks so fun in figure form. And I can't stop laughing at his little tiny chicken butt. Like, yep. he's <laughs> the little flabby chicken ass is cracking me up. Um, but great fucking figure. And uh, it, like it's it's making me really tempted to go back and get the rest of this wave. Like I haven't went all in on anything Marvel Legends since the Toy Biz days, and this line is really making it hard for me not to want them all. Because man, the two figures I got are just top notch. I love them. Um, but then I also got a Big Bad Toy Store order in that I had ordered a while ago, 
I got my Super 7 Reaction Sharkticon figure. Um, oh, hey. <laughs> he is a lot of fun. Like, I've been playing with him the entire time we've been recording. It's exactly what you want out of one of these old school action figures. The uh, the little arms kind of crack me up because the articulation is there, but they have absolutely no reason to move. <laughs> so it's just like these little tiny wavy arms. Um, but he's you know he's got the articulation point on the mace tail. His jaw moves up and down, and his little little legs and arms move. It's it's everything you need. But he's a really fun robot toy. And then I couldn't stop at that when I was looking at the reaction figures because they had the uh, Universal Mole Man figure on uh, our mole people figure on sale. And now I do have one in package, but I really love the package design. So I kept him in package and this one was like eight bucks. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna grab one to open. And um, he's a lot of fun. I, I love these reaction figures. And then I finally pulled the trigger on the world's famous uh, universal monsters creature. So it's the, the ones with the pink packaging. Yep. Yep. And he is so fucking cool. Like, I really like this figure. The sculpt is gorgeous. The paint job is perfect. And it just, I know it's not the same style as the Remco figure I had as a kid, but man, it brings back memories. Like, it's just having a little three and three fourth inch creature from the Black Lagoon figure is so much fun. So I've been, I've been really happy with that purchase too. And that was another one that was on sale for like 10 bucks. So I was like, you know what? Why not? Yep. Nice. But uh, I do have some other figures I'm waiting uh, on getting here. They're probably going to get here either tomorrow or Wednesday. Uh, but I did pull the trigger on two more Haya Toys figures. I grabbed an, another Predator. Um, I think it was the Falconer Predator. It's one of the ones from Predators. But it's uh, it's the camo one. But it was five bucks. I'm like, I for five dollars, a camo Predator. I, I got to grab it. And then uh, just Does because come I with the bird. The robot bird or no? No, he's just, it's just the fa- a lot of the, the Haya toys are weird with the accessories. Like I got the, the city hunter predator from part two and he's really fucking cool, but he doesn't have a shoulder cannon. Um, he has the weird little discus thing and he has his spear, but no shoulder cannon. And then he comes instead of a shoulder cannon, he comes with this, like big alien, not xenomorph, but just some kind of weird alien skull. Um, it's just kind of like, all right, there's a big skull to sit next to him. Um, but I also grabbed, because I've been watching all these Alien and Predator films recently, I bit the bullet and bought the Ripley figure uh, in her suit, like her space suit from the Nostromo. Yep. And um, just because I've always loved those space suits, I've always thought that they were really cool designs. And I'm like, it's it's Ripley. <laughs> like, I kind of, yeah. I feel like I need Ripley in my collection. So, yeah. Uh, so hopefully those will be here soon. But um you know, that one was full price. That one was 20 bucks, but the, the Predator was like five. So I'm like, I, I'm just kidding. Anytime people mention Ripley, I hear Newt's voice in my head where she goes, Ripley! <laughs> Anytime someone says Newt, I hear, they mostly come at night. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> mostly. <laughs> oh, Lord. But yeah, that's all I got this week. Uh, pretty, pretty heavy week still, though. Cool. Um... Have you guys uh, given more thought to uh, listening to Buffalo Bill sing your favorite kids pop songs? Oh, indeed. I don't. I can't stop thinking about it. Mike, did you ever have to go through the kids pop period? It, what do you mean, like with Caleb? Yeah. 
Thankfully, not really. Um, my my mother-in-law did get him some kids Bob stuff, but he mostly listened to the music that Jess and I listened to. So, like, he was just listening to, like, regular music, <laughs> like, not kids Bob versions. Like, he, he was rocking out to the Ramones, Green Day, and the Foo Fighters at, like, you know, three and four years old. Caleb kind of comes across as a kind of dude that just likes video game music. Am I right? No, no. He actually, you know what his, his current obsession is? is early 2000s uh, rock bands. So stuff like uh, The Killers, The Hives, um, Franz Ferdinand. Like, he really likes those bands right now. Your son is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cool. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, well, Buffalo Bill has a word for us, and uh, then we're going to hop into the news. Are you guys ready? Oh, indeed. Buckle up. Can't get enough of that Buffalo Bill soulful crooning? Why not try our collection of hits from the 80s? We guarantee these songs will have you on the dance floor saying, What the fuck am I listening to? Featuring such hits as Every Breath You Take. Every breath you take. If your stars have shape, every move you make, I'll be stalking you. Jessie's girl. And I'm watching her with my eyes. And she's a big fat lady, I just know it. And I bet she's just my size. I wish that I was Jessie's girl. I want to know what love is. I want to know what love is. Make me a fat lady. Total eclipse of the heart. Once upon a time I was falling in love. Now I'm only falling apart. There's nothing I can say. Total eclipse of the heart. And many more. Just call 1-900-NOPE. Haven't seen her on your touchtone phone and order the full full collection for four easy payments of twenty nine ninety five. Act now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! The total eclipse of the heart got me. Oh. Hey, Buffalo <laughs> Buffalo Bill loves Bonnie Tyler. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't ready for Buffalo Bill. <laughs> I've, I've told you guys about the, the guy I work with that sounds like Buffalo Bill. Right? <laughs> yeah. It really fucks me up. Like, every time he calls, I just want to respond with, was she a big fat lady? Like, every time. Oh. oh. You know, it's a shame that we got more Hannibal Lecter and not more Buffalo Bill. Yeah, it is. All right, let's hop into the news with our newest segment. Where's Mike's money going in a little while? It's Joy Toy Warhammer 40K Iron Hands Assault Intercessors coming soon. They're black space guys with skulls and shit. Speaking of Warhammer space guys, we've got the Salamanders. Zombie space guys in green. Also coming from Joy Toy because they just can't fucking stop. The <laughs> Astra Militarium 
Tempestus Scions. I can't read. Command Squad. <laughs> Guys with parades and eye patches and shit. And, and the further you went into the name, the more I was just like, these aren't words that make sense to me. <laughs> it's in Latin because it's Warhammer and, and you're, you know, you're an English nerd or something. I, I, I don't know. And see, the, the, the fact that they're pumping these out so fast is why I cannot go all in on this toy line. But I am cherry picking it. So I uh, there's there's figures from each of those lines that I'm like, ooh, I want that one. Announced uh, today from Super 7 is a Bismarcky reaction figure. Super cool if you're a fan of Bismarcky. Oh, fuck. I missed that. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to get that. It, uh, that is definitely happening. I will be waiting for Christmas biz, which I know it's coming. Oh. Um, if I got to have one, I got to have, oh, baby. You gotta I will pay. get both. Uh, more news. Snake Mountain's up for pre-order. If you haven't gotten a chance yet to get it, it comes with everything that we've talked about skeletor's throne uh some various trashkeys no figures but i don't think it needs it it's 80 bucks uh two new waves of masterverse figures are popping up at retail keep your eyes open this is the grizzlor battle armor skeletor stuff that just kind of was supposed to come out it's coming out now um specialty retailers have been getting them so hopefully this means that target and walmart are following suit probably target before walmart but speaking of walmart, i want slush head yep slush head uh the duplico wave is popping up at some walmarts i haven't seen anything locally in western new york but you never know no sign of them here in austin anything nope nothing yep uh but a lot of these stores are still choking on that wave with jitsu so i don't know if they're gonna get it unless there's peg space um there is a new wave of barbarian themed batman figures coming from mcfarland called fight the frozen where they fight mr freeze and he's in like a diver suit and they're all barbarians so it's batman batgirl and robin as barbarians fighting some sort of diver bell mr freeze looks really fucking cool uh marvel legends super aptoid is coming out which is like the villain that has all of the avengers powers and he's a giant I mean, the figure is 12 inches, and it's just reusing an old toy. They painted it green and gave it a new head. It's 80 bucks, which Yeesh. is just no thank you. Uh, also announced uh, in their VHS animated Marvel Legends style Spider-Man line is Green Goblin and Mary J. Uh, Mary Jane, sorry. So this is an animated Green Goblin, so it's the previous body you've seen before with a new uh, Green Goblin head. And um, Mary Jane Watson, as she appears in the cartoon, pretty cool. And last but not least, to round things out, thank you, Samantha, Sam, whatever, Sam Hain. I'm going to go with Sam Hain uh, <laughs> for pointing this out to me. Monster High, Tiffany and Chucky are coming out uh, very, very soon. But you've got to be part of a, like, you have to online membership to get these, I guess. It's a pain in the ass to do. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning how to do it. Uh, and typical is it, Mattel. Is it more Mattel creations? Yeah, but there's like a separate Monster High thing, apparently. That it's because they have such a strong business model. You have to do it separately, I think. Huh. Um, the scale, apparently, with Elvira is a little bit smaller than regular Monster High. I don't know why. But it's Chucky and Tiffany and Tupac. Pretty fucking cool. Um, and I feel like we should be covering Monster High. 
So I'm kind of keeping my eyes open for cool things to mention. I don't know if I need to mention like, hey, this is Claudine Wolf with new shoes. But if there's cool shit like Chucky and Tiffany, I think it's worth mentioning. Oh, yeah. Um, and Monster High is pretty fucking sweet. If Zoe was into it, she'd probably have way more than she needed because I'd be vicariously collecting them through her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Zoe could give two shits. She's all about like starting fires and collecting knives and starting <laughs> just, just wait until, you know, they introduce the new Mattel Creations exclusive Fanny Fart Monster. Yeah, then she's <laughs> going to be all over it. If they make like skid marks to shark, she's going to be like, oh boy. You do realize that both of those things sound like toys that you and I need to make, right, Josh? Yes. Skid, skid yes, marks to shark and fanny fart <laughs> monster. I'm like, oh, I got design ideas already. <laughs> I mean, that just, that sounds like uh, a kid's book, you know? <laughs> skid marks the shark meets fanny fart monster. Skid Marks learns to read. <laughs> Fanny Fart Monster has a boo-boo. <laughs> Fanny Fart Monster gambles and loses. She sharts her pants. Uh, me, that's the end of the news, but I have a, a question for you, Mike. Josh, too, because you probably... Do you read stories to the cats before you go to bed? <laughs> I do. Um, All the time. Is Caleb past the point of, like, reading a story before bed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing Jess did a lot of that. Uh, no, surprisingly, I did a lot of it. Um, I mean, she I mean, she definitely did, like, especially when I worked 3 to 11 back in the day, like, so I wasn't home. Um, but, yeah, no, a lot of times I, I was the one doing that. And, um, like, if he woke up in the middle of the night, I was usually, because I was awake, I'd be the one that would go in there and, like, you know, read to him and, and kind of, like, talk to him until he fell asleep. But, uh yeah, no, I, I did a lot of story reading. I mean, did you read them like Puggy Little, Pokey Little Pug, Hungry um, Caterpillar, or what? You, what, was, what was he into? It was most of the stuff. Like he, there was, he had a, a Bonicula book that he really liked. Um, there was uh, like several little like adventure books that he liked. Like there was one about pirates that I remember he really liked. Um, there were like you know the the little kid books that. When when you first have a kid, like everybody and their mother gives you like a thousand books. <laughs> There's yeah. always like here's piles of books. So he would just kind of like pick one that he liked, and uh, I would read it to him. Um, so I kind of had a habit of making up stories to entertain Zoe because she kind of has my sixth sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so we could be reading like Trolls Glitter Adventure, and she'd just be like, "This is stupid." So I'd have to make stories up to entertain her, like farting butthole, man. You know, the shit that I do for the podcast. But one of the stories I made up was Princess Monster Truck, Mm -hmm. which was like, you know, she was bored with her regular princess stories. So this was a story about outcast princesses. And the the two friends were um, Becky the Dinosaur and Princess Monster Truck, who couldn't hang out with the other princesses because one was a dinosaur that kept killing people. And the other was a monster truck with a tiara and a dress. <laughs> and every story just ended with them, like, crashing the cool princess's party and, like, running them over and pooping on their food and, like, crushing their house because they're a monster <laughs> truck. That's amazing. Because, you, know, you know, violence is hilarious. So I mentioned earlier that I felt like... um Masters Universe needs more blood and new characters, but 
Hilariously speaking, there's actually a new toy line coming out called Mikes of the Universe. Oh. Made by Mikes for Mikes. Josh, you're an honorary Mike. Don't worry. Woo! <laughs> but I thought once in a while I could just come up with a funny name, throw it out there, and we could spitball and make a new character. So I think of these in the middle of the night. I write them down, and I'm going to share them with you guys. We're just going to do one, and then we're going to move on. Are you guys ready? Yes. He-Man style characters, so like Ninja Turtles, He-Man stuff from the 80s. This character is called, are you ready for it? Man Hands. <laughs> yes. Yes. Our yes. Fucked up imaginations. Can we make a new girl villain hero, whatever? Her name is Man Hands. Uh, the first thing that came to mind is something like King Hiss, where he has the snake arms, but instead she literally has like two man torsos growing into like (laughs) the rest of a man in place of hands. So she has like two giant CPR dogs. Yes. Exactly. And they can fight. I don't don't think we need to go any further. We're not getting better than that. Any anything I was starting to come up with just instantly left my brain because that is perfect. <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna say she just has gigantic bendable hands, but no, two men for hands. It's like a centaur only with hands. <laughs> She's got two men. <laughs> See, for some reason. <laughs> some reason I thought you were gonna go a completely different direction with it, which isn't nearly as fun as yours. Because no. <laughs> nothing is. I thought you were gonna be like, say it was like King Hiss in the respect that like she looked like she had normal sized hands, and then like you pull them off and like her hands spring open into gigantic man hands, <laughs> which is amusing. I was going to say, that's still fun. <laughs> like, would they be like a typical 80s man? Like a mustachioed oh, yeah. Tom Selleck? One would absolutely have the Selleck stash. Like, you have and to. who would the other one be? Like Richard Simmons? Would they be like polar opposites? Daryl Hall. Hall and Oates. They'd be Hall and Oates. She's she's clearly a man eater. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, they make your screams come true. Well, look, oh. little girls of the '80s, you always complain that you didn't have the cool toys like the boys do. You do now. You're welcome. <laughs> man hands, man hands. She's got two men for hands. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh. Are you guys ready to hear one last time from Buffalo Bill? <laughs> oh, indeed. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. You want more from Buffalo Bill? Well, okay, you music maniacs. Let's get in the back of Bill's van and hear those precious hits from the 90s, featuring such tracks as The Sign. I saw the sign. 
And it show me where the ladies are, and they are all big families, and I can take them home and skin them. Wanna be? If you wanna be my lover, you gotta get me some skin. Fat skin is real perfect. Thin skin isn't good. Mambo number five. A little bit of Jessica on my thigh. A little bit of Christy on my back. A little bit of Monica on my sack. But none of Minnie because she's not fat. And Mbop. Mbop. And many more. Just call 1-900-GOODBYE-HORSES on your Touchstone phone and order the full collection for five easy payments of $39.95. And if you order now, we'll throw in our bonus album completely free. Kermit the Frog sings the songs of Cardi P. Now grab some bacon and get shaking with that wet-ass piggy. Get Fozzie's hair out of there. We got some wet-ass piggy. Pigs in space on the case. They want wet-ass piggy. Rainbow connection if you want to see that wet-ass piggy. Act now! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God! (laughs) Holy shit! Every single one of those. I was... <laughs> oh, man. Just when oh, I thought, like, uh, I was like, okay, he's coming down. <laughs> oh, holy crap. And the, the little, little, what did you say? A little bit of Monica on my sack? Like, that, <laughs> I fucking lost it. Holy crap. <laughs> Ooh, I would buy that collection just saying. <laughs> exactly. Oh, gotta breathe. That's fucking funny. All right, guys. Super fan shout out. Guess who this week's super fan is? Is it Jesus? Jesus is everybody's fan. And Easter's already coming past. We're not that close to Christmas, so I don't feel like I have to kiss his ass right now. (laughs) Um, You know him. You love him. It's the one, the only, Professor Straussberg. Woohoo! Woohoo! I don't know about you guys, but I've had questions before that I didn't think there was an answer to. He knew it. He's that smart. He knows where babies come from. He explained to me how magnets work. I still can't wrap my head around his explanation for mirrors and why the Earth isn't flat, but I'll take his word for it because he's smart. He taught me how to skin a moose. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that fucking crazy? I didn't he, even have a moose. I can use a VCR without eating the tape from. anymore. Yeah, <laughs> have you ever eaten moose? Mm, Tasty. I have now. Thanks, Professor. <laughs> Indeed. He taught me how to read <laughs> via podcasting. Can you believe that? He impressive. took time out of his day to video chat me and talk me through how to make love. Me too. He showed me where to put it. This whole time I had it wrong. Thanks, Josh. <sighs> My wife can hear so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that caught me off guard. 
Oh, damn. Trust me, you haven't lived until Josh Strasburg said, no, 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 the other hole. <laughs> Don't put it in the ear. Oh, damn. Thanks for being a fan, Strasburg. Keep listening. I hope. Indubitably. Are you guys ready for the Hall of Fame? Oh, indeed. I think so. We had a tie. And because I've been winning too many times, Josh, I'm going to defer to you. Uh, the Max and Oscar Irot tied. Uh, it was a very, very active week. So I will let you go first. And me and Mike will try to beat you. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the most ridiculous entry I possibly can. Uh, this is this is something that I I actually owned. I don't know that I still own it. If I do, it, it is hiding in a bin somewhere. I'm going to nominate the crazy cat lady action figure. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, is that one of the ones I sent you? Because I know I sent you the grandparents action figure. Uh, you, no, you have not sent me the crazy cat lady. Okay. I know this is I some of the people that made the, uh, the Avenging Narwhal, right? Yes. 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 Okay. See, I almost... I almost, and I'm sure you guys will know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, there is a figure that is still in my mom's garage, and I know for a fact it's there. Uh, in its package, with its KB Toys price tag on it, it is a generic... Uh, it's called Construction Worker. It's just called, like, Construction Worker. And he comes with an orange safety vest and then farming tools. That, that's exciting. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. And it like it's just the most generic construction worker possible that's not even a real construction worker. Everything about it is amazing. I'll see <laughs> if I can find pictures. Sounds like Bill. <laughs> but uh but no, no, I, I nominate the crazy cat lady. Awesome. Mike, nice. would you like to go next? Sure. I am still going to go obscure. I know I've been going obscure week after week and losing, you know, miserably, but uh, I'm going to nominate a Star Yours figure, uh, specifically Slice, the weird purple skeleton with the double bladed scythe on his arm. I, well, he's purple and orange, but I freaking loved this figure as a kid. And uh, yeah, it's pretty badass. So, did you get these as your like you got them yourself, or is this something your brother had? And then you kind of inherited it. A little of both. My brother had a bunch of them, and I started getting them. And then because aunts and uncles knew that I liked them, I would often get them like just random stariors, like for Christmas and birthday. And this was one of those ones. Like I never saw this figure around me, and I want to say that it was my uncle Paul that sent it to me. Um. But, like, I also got, uh, there was another one, I forget his name, but he was, like, this big, like, beefy one. He's kind of, like, brown and gold, if I remember correctly. He had, like, he had, like, a radar dish arm. I got that one for my birthday one year. And um, so I, I also had a lot of doubles because of that. Like, people just sent Stariors. So, but they're fun because you can pop them apart and make new ones. So. Uh, do the Stariors have, like, little golden pilots? Yes. Well, sil yes. silver and golden pilots. Yes. yes, uh, yes I think, yes, yes. I think if I remember correctly, the bad guys had the golden ones and the good guys had the silver ones. Um, but yeah, there was all sorts of them. There, there were the little pullback vehicles that, you know, you pull them back and they go zipping across the floor. 
Um, but this is also the same line that gave us that awesome snake base that I used for Cobra. Yep. Um, Crank was the beige one with the drill in his chest. Is that the one you're thinking of? No, no, I, I had him too. Um, no, this this was uh, hot shot. Find him. Wave blue. Maybe. No, he was. I, I think he was like wave two or three. He was oh, okay. Uh, he was like I know he was brown and gold or orange, one or the other. But he had like a weird radar dish hand or like a laser can. Maybe it was a laser cannon, but it looked it looked like a radar dish to me. Um, I just remember getting him around the same time I got slice, but. Uh, yeah, no, I, I had a bunch of these when I was a kid. Oh, wait, I'm looking at him right now. It's His name is Flash Fist. <laughs> That's a funny name. Yes, it yeah, is. He has a satellite dish for a hand. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to go obscure, too, of my one of my favorite movie maniacs of all time that he still holds up, probably because there hasn't been any more, but I want the Brundlefly figure oh, from, like, shit. series four or three uh yeah, the only ones I still, one. I still have them out the mm-hmm. sculpt is awesome he had little fake hairs on him big fan yep and it's jeff goldblum i think the only way to make it cooler is if they had like one that puked on your food i'm just gonna go ahead and say i don't think that's obscure <laughs> like, that's everyone knows why i can go obscure no, no, hey, no, I like that figure. Uh, yeah, no, that's a really good figure. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's but I mean, thing. my money's on Crazy Cat Lady winning this uh, because I feel like all of the cat fans, which is 75% of our audience, <laughs> all of the yeah. women, which I would say we lean 60% female for listeners, mm-hmm. maybe, because we got female listeners, sometimes Dawn, Susie. Now, uh, Sam Hain, mm-hmm. um, Matt, all <laughs> beautiful ladies. <laughs> Bust the balls, Matt. Um, so, yeah. I, I think there's women that just like to listen from Mike's sultry voice. <laughs> and uh, now they'll I, be tuning in for the sultry sounds of Buffalo Bill. I know. <laughs> Because we have faces radio, so there's probably women who are like, oh, yes, talk about those Transformers. Oh, your dirty crotch notch. <laughs> Tell me again. Tell me about the wet-ass piggy. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably a whole subset oh. of women out there that need, like, Warner Herzog porn <laughs> that are also blind. So they found us, and they're just like, oh, oh. Tell can me about I, peanut butter cups. Can I can I also mention that uh, it was it was a very 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 close race between uh, Kermit sings Cardi B and Werner sings Dolly Parton. <laughs> now now we've got material for future episodes. All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. Uh, Josh, enjoy the peanut gallery. I will. Um, we will be back next week probably with some fun stories of Thursday Night Terror shenanigans and hopefully um, I'll have some cool purchases because I always spend a lot of money when I go and it's a lot of fun so uh, we'll be back this is Mike saying play with your toys this is the count saying play with my anus this is Mike saying don't play with Buffalo Bill's anus don't
And remember, whatever happens between you and your mirror stays between you and your mirror. <laughs> Bye. Creepy. Dot com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C O U N T K R E E P Y. Ah.